Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to your tech report. Welcome back to your tech report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Marco Flalo. Please follow along with us on all our social media. It is at your tech report. Mitchell, I'm always excited to welcome our next guest because we are, as you you know, allude to all the time, we're Mac guys, we're PC guys, we dabble back and forth. We um, love tech. Yeah. We love tech. So uh, <laughs> let's welcome our next guest. Without further ado, Frank Azor is the Vice President and General Manager of Alienware Gaming at XPS at Dell. I mean, come on, Frank, Dell, uh, no one doesn't know what Dell is, right? Yeah, we've been uh, doing this for over 30 years, so I hope that's the case at this point. I, I think I think in general, I think there is nobody I, I don't know or nobody I know that has never exp- had some kind of experience with a Dell computer, whether it's on the business side, the consumer side. You really guys have gotten da- get this down to a science, and i got to give you some applause for that because you guys constantly innovate, and, and we're coming off of Computex. So many cool announcements. I, I, I think the best way to kick this interview off is really – how does it feel working for a company like Dell? How does it feel to be behind the scenes and, and constantly giving us consumers exactly what we want? You know, it's it's pretty awesome. I got to tell you, um, you know, a lot of folks remember Dell in the, in the early days as being the place you can go to customize your own PC and get it at an incredible price. And Dell built um, for the first probably half of its company's uh, life some of the most affordable and highly personalized and customized PCs that are out there. Um, and around the time that I joined, when they acquired our company, Alienware, um, they were going through a transformation where they decided they wanted to start really focusing on building innovative products. And that was a really exciting time for me to be able to come into the company at that time. And that's one of the things that led them to acquiring Alienware. And ever since then, we've just been on a tear. I mean, building some really, really cool products. And the market and our customers have really appreciated our efforts. Um, you know, Alienware brand and business. Uh, folks were worried that Dell was going to mess that up or shut it down, and it did immensely. Um, we launched an incredible product at CES this year called the Area 51M, uh, the world's fastest gaming notebook with a bunch of upgradable features in it that makes it like a desktop. And then, like you guys said, just at Computex last week, we launched these really beautiful, thin and light, Alienware 15-inch and 17-inch gaming notebooks our thinnest and lightest and most powerful thin and light notebooks that we've ever introduced. And then the things we've done in SBS, and I'm a little biased, of course, because these are all the things that I worked on, so I'm just going <laughs> to brag about my product. It's okay. So the things that Dell's done um, in SBS and the investments they've given us to be able to go off and, and do all the cool things that we've wanted to go do have just been pretty incredible. Um, so for the last like 10 or so years, the company has really transformed from being uh, a company that provides just highly customized, personalized computers at a really good price to doing that still. We still have our Inspiron portfolio that does that, but we've got some of the most innovative and forward-thinking notebooks and desktops and other products in the entire industry right now, and a lot of folks are starting to come to realize that and say, wow, Dell's got uh, my respect. I mean, these things are pretty badass. 
Hey, Frank, it's Mitchell. You know, I, I want to, there are so many specific products to talk about, both on the Dell side and the Alienware side. I want to go, I want to stay a little big picture before we go into specifics a little more, because you mentioned something that sort of rang true with me and a word that I would use with you guys in, in, a, in an extremely positive way, which is focus. One of the things that, you know, you guys continue to respond and react to your audience, to your consumer base. When people want a new product, you bring it out. Uh, when people want clarity on certain products, you do that. You, you, got, you, you guys, Mark and I joke about it all the time, you guys really do have something for everyone. And I bring up focus specifically, that word, because, Frank, it seems like we're in a time right now where companies, unlike Dell, who seems to know its identity and thrive building and growing that identity in a positive direction, so many companies seem to be spreading themselves in different directions and losing their identity. And, you know, I'm talking about companies like Apple and Google, who I think are focused so much on the software and not knowing, do we want to be a software company? Are we a hardware company? Are we an accessories company? And I think that really hurts them in terms of public perception, knowing exactly where their strength lies with you guys. There's such a strength in your brand. And I think because of that, we're seeing a lot of people shifting away from companies like Mac and going and Apple and shifting back to PC and back to Dell. Do you feel that sort of shift in that, you know, the consumer base sort of going back to PC where it all started? We, we do. And, you know, over the years, I mean, Dell's an over 30 year old company, Alienware's an over 20 year old company. You get tempted a lot to go into different areas. Right. Um, and there's so many different things in IT that you can do. And the question we spend a lot of times asking ourselves is what really should we do? Because this stuff is hard. Building great software is really hard. Building great laptops and desktops is really hard. Building great smartphones. We've tried to do that before at Dell. It's really, really hard. And it's, there's very few companies, if any, that can build all of it exceptionally well and do it consistently. What we've seen is in history, we've seen some folks do it pretty well, uh, but they've struggled to do it consistently over the long term. And what that's taught us is we want to do a few things that are really hard to do, and we want to do them exceptionally well, and we want to stay very focused on doing those things exceptionally well. And we want to minimize distractions to the absolute best of our ability. So when you look at what Dell does exceptionally well, incredible desktops, incredible notebooks, incredible monitors. And I'm talking about from the PC side, of course. I mean, we build our, right. our, the servers and storage systems and things that we build, of course, on the enterprise side. Um, but when it comes to the, the group that I work within, um, we're going to do a few things, and we're going to do them really, really well. And that focus has helped us quite honestly, do these things better than anybody else in the industry because we've been so focused on them. And everything's finite, right? You have a finite number of people in the company. You have a finite amount of budget that you're able to work with. So if you spread yourself too thin in trying to do too many things at once, especially when it comes to your mind share as a leader, like how many things do you want to think about on a daily basis? If you've got to think about 50 different products or categories and, and, and initiatives versus, you know, the, your competitor who's thinking about 10, um, you know, unless you're five times better than them, they're probably going to beat you because they're able to focus more and allocate their finite resources and their finite mind share on doing those things, those 10 things much better than you're going to be able to do trying to accomplish 50. And that's been our strategy and it's been working for us really, really well. You know, it's funny. It, it's sort of. It's. I'll, I'll just tap it off with this, and then hand it over to Mark again. But uh, it's sort of analogous to what Mark and I talk about on the radio show, which is we have an hour every week 
to talk to people throughout North America about great tech products. And a lot of people want to hear about it. And we try, we try and mix it up as much as we can. But the fact is, we would rather spend that hour every week talking about products and companies that we love that are doing great things. Why focus and spread ourselves with things that we don't like or com- products that are not great? We don't have the time. We don't have that focus. We want to make sure we're focusing on the things that give us joy because that affects the way we do our show. We think we do a better show when we're talking about the products and the companies that we enjoy that we think are groundbreaking. So it really, I understand what you're saying. People don't understand that time is very finite and you have to put that energy into the stuff that you do really well and it gives you joy because that, in, in the end, it's going to make everything better overall. Agreed. And just think about, I mean, when, you, when you're shopping for a product, how hard is it nowadays to buy something. And it's, I think it's one of the reasons why uh, online reviews have done so well because there's so much selection, there's so many options, there's so many specifications for whatever it is you're buying, a PC, a smartphone, a, um, a digital home component, like a, a smart home component, a digital right. lock or a light switch or a TV. There's so many offerings and there's so many different specs and there's only that if you don't really focus on a few people that you can trust, whether it be you guys or whether it be us or something, to make the recommendation that you can just say, I can't have the time or the energy to go and spend a week researching what yeah. TV I'm going to go off and buy. I just want to watch some good TV. <laughs> so they'll go, they'll come, they should come to us, they should go to you and say, I trust these companies. They know what they're doing. It's their jobs to do this work really for me. And that's where, you know, we start to build that trust with folks is by giving them good products, giving them good recommendations. And when we do our jobs correctly, they, they do their jobs back and they reward us with it. You know, Frank, my, my perception is, and tell me if I'm wrong, is that you guys do spend a lot of time listening to what your consumers are asking for. Because when there's something I'm looking for, there is a solution that Dell does provide. And, and this day and age, it's, it's probably uh, an interesting balancing act because you can't make every single person happy, yet I think that Dell does does have something for absolutely everybody. So I'm curious how much time is spent, you know, listening to those consumers or at least trying to gauge what they want. Well, let me let me tell you something. Every single company is going to tell you that they listen to their consumers. <laughs> every single one says it. But the <laughs> truth is, and you're absolutely right, I think we are the best at it. And I'm not going to tell you on it. I'm going to ask you... I'm going to prove it to you. If you go to my Twitter page at Azor Frank, okay, you'll see how much time I spend not just listening to customers, but interacting with customers on a personal basis. And nobody administers my Twitter account. I do it myself personally. And I'm having active conversations with customers, with critics, with fans, because we really want to know how are our products and our brands and our messaging and our, our people that are out there in, the, in interacting with fans and customers, how is it really resonating? And it's how we remain grounded with everything that it is that we're doing out there. See, one of the things we, we realized a few years ago is that us, like just about every other one of our competitors or other companies in this industry, we had been, quote, unquote, listening to our customers by broadcasting to them what we wanted them to hear and that was about it. There was, and then you know maybe they'd respond with some feedback, but there was no interactive. There was no interactive communication. There was no active communication. It was all very passive. And we made a decision about six years ago that we wanted to become the most accessible PC company on the market. And that's where we put 
me out there to start talking to folks interactively. We created a team of individuals, Umar Khan, Ernie Gonzalez, Joe Ohms. These are people that work on my team that are out there every single day having active conversations with folks, um, learning what we're doing right, learning what we're doing wrong, addressing issues, and, and really trying to bring a personal touch to what it is that we do, even though we're a multi-billion dollar company. And these aren't community managers. These are actual decision makers on our team. Like Joe runs my Alienware, he's my general manager for our Alienware products. I'm obviously the vice president general manager for Alienware, um, gaming and for XBS. So the real decision makers are there engaging with folks. We go to events, I'll be at E3 next week, for example, the big game show in LA, and I'll be on the floor talking to people that come by and asking them for their feedback and trying to learn from them. So, you know, people, everyone says they listen to their customers, but we're out there actually demonstrating every single day through social media and through these events that we participate in and other conversations that we have daily with our customers that we truly are not just listening, but we're interacting. Can we talk about the UXPS 15? Because this was a computer that was, um, um, is it the most popular computer you guys build on the Dell, on the Dell side? Um, how do you define popular? <laughs> I, I guess you're asking I guess the biggest favorite child here. This is very dangerous. Yeah. Talked about right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But I guess you know. I think the buzz. You know, if I if I mention Dell to anybody, there they want to get their hands on the XPS 15. They want to play with this device. I mean, I've had the the 13 in my hands for a couple of weeks now, and I've been playing with it. But the XPS 15 seems like this. I guess the sweet spot for for creators. I guess the people that we talk to and just the buzz out there. Yeah, what what the XPS 15 has done to the industry is it's established a new benchmark for what the perfect performance PC can be. Before the XPS 15, when people thought about a performance PC or a creative professional PC, they always thought about a really thick and heavy um, PC, almost like an old school gaming computer with really bad battery life and bulky and plasticky. And what we did with XPS 15 is we, we, we really raised the bar around what a product like that could be. And we made something that's very thin, very lightweight. It weighs about four pounds. It gets insane battery life, like over 20 hours. <laughs> it has NVIDIA graphics in it. It has a Core i9 processors from Intel, beautiful screen. And it's in the size of a 14-inch notebook, even though it's a 15-inch screen, because we put these extremely narrow borders with our Infinity Edge display. And when we introduced that product, it just it shocked it out of the market and it's inspired uh, a whole series of different uh, innovative products that have come after it. We've seen gaming notebooks now get much thinner, much lighter, with much narrower bezels like you saw us introduce with our new Alienware M15 and M17, and a lot of our competitors have also followed suit with, uh, with products as well that kind of follow that recipe. And what it did is it just proved to everybody, hey, you can build a powerful product with a nice big screen and it doesn't have to be impractical for you to carry it around with you every single day. Um, so, yeah, it's become extremely popular um, in, for that reason. It's because it's become the poster child for what the perfect performance PC can be out there. And now it's being uh, imitated by just about every other company out there trying to, to best it. What's pretty amazing is it's a four-year-old product. And we update it every year so that it's, it remains constant with the uh, latest technology. Like we just updated it with the latest Intel processors and the new NVIDIA GTX uh, graphics, as well as with OLED displays. 
but the, the, the design of the system is roughly four years old, and it still hasn't been able to be beat by anybody that's out there, which is just an incredible feeling to have to say, wow, you're at least four years ahead of the market in developing this product. It's, it's rare to be able to accomplish something like that. Well, it's not, only, it's not only rare, but it seems like Dell doesn't punish the consumer for wanting everything. I want something that's portable, but I also want something that's powerful. But you know what? I'd like a reasonable price as well with that powerful portable piece of gear, and you guys do it. And, you know, Mark and I look back, you know, this past week at Apple's keynote, bringing out the new Mac Pro and looking at the price point. It's almost as if other companies are saying, you know what? We're not going to do that. We're going to put out something ultra expensive and ultra powerful, maybe a little bit portable, but you're going to pay a price for it. You can't have it all. So I think it's very interesting. And again, I don't want to talk about other, spend time with you talking about other companies, but while you guys are just really, as Mark said, honing in and fine tuning what you guys do, power, portability, and price point. Wow, the three P's. I should be on your marketing team. Uh, other companies are going the other way. Extremely expensive. Yeah, powerful, but not for everybody because you can't afford it. So it's it's a great time to be Dell. I think that's a great, I think it's a great way to say it. it's a great time to be you guys. Well, I, I'm going to give credit to what we talked about earlier, which is just being grounded with our customers and being grounded with the market. Those interactions that we have with customers on a daily basis, like I said on my Twitter account, my general managers are having as well, their um, social media and, and events. It. it keeps us grounded around what we should be building and the products we should be delivering to the market. And XBS is all about balance. We could make XBS thinner. We could make it more powerful. We could even give it, believe it or not, more battery life, even though 20 hours is already pretty insane. (laughs) Um, But those things come at certain compromises that tip the balance scale that we hold ourselves to as we define these products. And we know because we're so connected with our customer base, what is important to them um, in maintaining that balance. They want a reasonable price point and they're willing to pay for a great product. Um, they're willing to pay a premium, but it has to be within reason. They don't want to spend 2000 or $3,000 for a product because it's one millimeter thinner than what we build for them, uh, maybe 999 which is what the S15 starts at and maybe it's one millimeter thicker. Uh, they don't necessarily want to compromise keyboard comfort so that they can have half a millimeter thinner notebook. They yeah. want a comfortable keyboard. It's the component you arguably interact the most with when you're typing on your uh, on a notebook or when you're using your notebook, it's a keyboard. It's the one component you spend 80% of your time, if not 90, touching. Similar with the touchpad, you want a comfortable touchpad and, and an uh, user interface experience. You want a beautiful LCD screen, but it doesn't have to be this crazy high-end spec that's so darn bright that it's like you're staring at the sun. They just want something (laughs) that's going to be really beautiful and have good color ratios. So it's it's all about balance. We could build something probably one step better in every aspect of what you find today in the XDS-15, but it's that law of diminishing return. Hey, that one millimeter is going to compromise your typing experience. Yeah considerably, or that one millimeter is going to increase your cost by $500. And we'll get there eventually, but we're going to get there when we can maintain that balance. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, you know, you'll do it, but you'll do it when you can actually get that balance all set. We are talking to Frank Azor from Dell and Alienware. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and continue with Frank. It is your tech report. There's more your tech report after this. 
Welcome back to your check report. We continue with Frank Azor from Dell and Alienware. You know, Frank, you know, what's fun about talking to you is that you, we're not really necessarily drilling down on specific products because there's so many things we could talk about, but it's really talking about the, the philosophy and things behind the process here, which is kind of cool. But I do have to ask you about one thing in particular that kind of stood out to me when I was reading a, a press release was, was Dell offering home installation. Where did that come from? And is that literally someone walking into your house and setting things up for you? Or will you show up at our house and do it for yeah, us? Yeah, maybe you'll do it. <laughs> I don't know that anybody wants me in their house. But uh, if anybody does, I'll consider it. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it's, the idea behind it, it's not the first time we offer it, actually. Um, this is a, a new and uh, an improved. We, we took it off for a little while, and then we've improved the service considerably, and we brought it on. Um, and what we're seeing, what we've seen in recent years is that technology in the last few years has become a lot more complex, as we talked about earlier. And those complexities are intimidating folks from wanting to change technology in their home. You know, a new router comes out and people are like, oh, God, I don't want to deal with having to <laughs> set up my whole router again and connect all my PCs and re-enter all my Wi-Fi passwords and all that. So they stick to old technology to not have to deal with that burden. Yeah. When it comes to buying a new PC, people are like, oh, I don't want to have to transfer all my data over. I've got this mess of cables underneath my desk. I don't want to have to go and unplug everything and replug everything in. So what happens is we defer the purchase. And we, quite honestly, we, we defer our productivity and our, and our progress that technology provides us. Because not that we're lazy, but because there's just so much friction in the experience of upgrading this technology. So our, what we've discovered is in the last few years, the value of a service like this has become increasingly more important. And we've been starting to get more and more demand for these services because we've had on-site tech support for a very, very long time. If you can call uh, and if you purchase on-site tech support from us, we've offered this for years, yeah. a technician will come up to your home and they'll home. And people are looking at that and they're saying, this is incredibly convenient. I didn't yeah. have to go to a store and take the product. I didn't have to send it back for repair. Like someone came into my home. Um, of course, they were invited and they were welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and they fixed everything for me and I had very minimal downtime. And that led to people coming to us and saying, can you do these upgrades for me? Can you swap out my machine? Um, and, and by the way, can you configure it to work with my router? And... So these, what's really cool is we actually do not just the PC upgrade for you, but we also offer services now where we'll help you with your router. We'll migrate your data for you. We'll help you upgrade and change and connect all your ecosystem components cool. as well, like your monitor, your keyboard, your, mic, your mouse. So the whole idea is around that. Let's reduce the friction. So actually we're hoping, of course, that that will help motivate people to want to upgrade their machines and buy new products. Um, it's also, of course, about providing a service that we know people have been asking for, they've been demanding for a while, um, and, and we're hoping that that will help motivate folks to stay more current with the latest and greatest technology. Because i got to tell you, computers and everything, monitors, um, these things have gotten so much better in the last few years. The color accuracy on these displays, on our desktop displays and on our, desktop, our, and our laptop monitors, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. If you haven't seen an OLED laptop, It'll blow your mind. How be the images almost look 3D because the contrast ratio is just so gorgeous. But most folks 
aren't going to experience that for a while because they're just like, ah, my laptop's good enough as it is right now, and I don't want to have to deal with the hassle. Well, we're hoping this will help reduce that hassle and more folks will be able to experience this amazing stuff that we've been developing. Well, to be perfectly straightforward and honest with you, my, my, my MacBook uh, lease is up in December, and I'm just waiting for that new XPS to come out and be available so I can order that. Oh, you're going to love it. I can guarantee you that. I mean, the, the latest XPS portfolio, we finally moved those cameras up on top of the display, I wasn't going to bring up that. that everybody's had. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're finally, I can say, they're perfect. Uh, there's, you know, they're just incredible, just absolutely incredible. That was the one compromise we had to make to get that um, beautiful narrow screen, uh, and uh, we were able to solve that by developing our, the smallest webcam we've ever developed. It's a really, really small 2.25 millimeter webcam. It's smaller than most of the cameras on smartphones, if you can imagine that. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, it took us a few years to get there. But, yeah, we're finally there, and it's now shipping on uh, our XPS 13 notebook. Um, it will it'll launch on our XPS 15 notebook here in a few weeks. We announced it at Computex. And then we got a really cool brand-new XPS 13 2-in-1 product that we announced at Computex that will be uh, we'll begin selling here at the end of July, early August, which is going to also have that new webcam. Uh, see, this this is why we could talk to you forever. And, and Frank, you know, <clears throat> uh, we know that you actually have a job that you have to go to, although we could talk to you for 12 hours a day. We love it. I'm very glad. I just want to leave you with this, because Mark brought up, of course, that he is looking for a computer. Mark knows that, you know, uh, uh, like him, I'm a Mac and a PC guy. I, I do a lot of PC gaming. And I also occasionally like to do some PC builds. So Mark had called me and said, hey, uh, what, what do you think about specs for building a PC? And I said, you know what, Mark? We're a really great time where I think you're actually going to get more bang for your buck getting a, a, a buying a system you know looking at an alienware system for your gaming that's already done that you're not because i think we've we come to the part where it used to be years ago frank you remember this of course where if you're an enthusiast or a gamer of any kind it was always cheaper and also a little bit of fun to build your own rig always cheaper but i don't think that's the i don't think that's the case anymore you guys are pretty much on parity with you know or, you know on par with building it yourself, and you have the bonus of getting support and a great warranty on that system as well. So do you, do you, do you feel that shift from of builders that now realize, wait a minute, it's not such a great deal anymore. I'd rather have the great components and the great performance for the same price or even less and get that warranty and service. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Look, I, I'll always tell anybody who asks me if they should build or they should buy to always build your own PC. People are like, what? But you're in the business of selling PCs. Yeah, but I can <laughs> never compete with someone's ability to personalize their computer, pick every single component that they want exactly right. the way that they want it, to uh, design the machine they want to, to put the image on there exactly the way that they want to, their operating system. I'll never be able to compete with that because we're all unique individuals. And every build is unique, and that's the beauty of it. But for some of us, including me, Life eventually gets a little bit complicated and <laughs> maybe between work and family and whatever you're dealing with at any given time, the time you used to have in researching all those parts and having to deal with the tech support from all the different companies and playing the shuffle game where the graphics card company blames the memory company, who blames <laughs> the motherboard company, the uh, Windows, um, you don't want to navigate through all of that and your time just ends up becoming the most valuable commodity you have in your life, that's where we come in. That's where we're like, look, you know, we're an end-to-end turnkey solution for you. We're never going to be as good as you could be building your own machine, but we're the next best thing. 
And yeah, the price points, they used to be radically different. You could save hundreds of dollars building your own PC, but those things have changed a lot yep. over time. You know, PCs have become a lot more competitive. Everybody's have been forced to lower their prices and building your own versus buying isn't that drastic of a difference in price point anymore. And in some cases, there's been times where it's actually cheaper, especially when you catch us on a sale or during a technology transition, you can get our stuff cheaper than even building it yourself. And then you get 24-7, toll-free, on-site tech support. I mean, yeah, you technically have 24-7, toll-free, on-site tech support if you build it yourself, but you're the guy who has to provide the support. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> Here you actually get some help. <laughs> Here you actually have a little bit of help from some folks that know what they're doing, and they're standing by with parts to ship you, or they're standing by with somebody in your area that's ready to go to your home and help repair or replace the machine, or they can create a new BIOS for you. Like we got a lot of feedback recently on our XPS 15. Some of our creative professionals were messaging me on Twitter and they're saying, hey, we have this uh, audio latency issue on this system. Can you guys fix this for us? And it took us a while, right? It took us months, much longer than we wanted it to take us, but we fixed it for them. If you don't have us, right, a company like ours who's listening and who's willing to go in and say, okay, this is a very small segment of our customer base, but this is a very important issue to them. Let's go off and let's go off and fix it. Um, if you build your system yourself, I mean, unless you're a firmware engineer, which most of us are not, <laughs> you're kind of, you're stranded out there. Yeah. You're on your own. So there's just a ton of value. And especially I think for a company like us that's actively listening out there to the market and what our customers need and want, and we're responding to their needs. Um, I think it's priceless nowadays to, to be able to buy from a company that and a brand that you can trust and that's that well connected and grounded with its customers like we are. Well, Frank, uh, you know, congratulations to all your continued success. We, we love having you on. We'd love to talk more. And I think Mitchell will talk to you more next week at E3. But uh, we'll, we'll let you go now. And thank you so much for taking the time to join us. And we cannot wait to get our hands on that new XPS 15 and, and rave all about it to our listeners. Frank Azar, General Manager over at uh, Alienware Gaming and XPS Adele. You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us. Contact at yourtechreport.com Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on Facebook.com slash Your Tech Report For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, yourtechreport.com Looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness, physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice in the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. 
Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. <laughs>